Knox here. Monday morning. Did a lot of driving this weekend. A lot of time to sing and think. I sang my whole album four times yesterday. The new album. Twice going up, twice coming back. And I did my vocal exercises. And I'm really glad because I, I have added Ruby Tuesday to the lineup. And I was, I was going to work on my, um, My, my movie for the Kickstarter project yesterday. Uh, but then I decided to go up and see my friend Rachel Efron perform up in the Ivy Room in Albany next to Berkeley. And that was really a great trip. Um, I'm glad I did it. Time to think, time to sing. Got to talk to Rachel about stuff and enjoy her show and Yeah, uh, I've mentioned her before. I will mention her again right now. Rachel Efron, E-F-R-O-N. Find her, buy her, her music. Um, and then we talked afterwards, talked about her show, and talked about what I'm doing and Kickstarter and this and that. And uh, she was very helpful. Let me sort out a couple of things. Um, so I thought I would talk about how I didn't find my sound. When I first started playing music back in you know, early, the, you know, I guess mid sixties, early sixties, you know, the first time I picked up a guitar, it just felt like it belonged there. It was a nylon string guitar. My folks had bought it for my sister. And, um, but I had been fooling around with a mandolin and uh, a ukulele and stuff like that. Everybody was playing guitar at that point. I thought, now I will be different. But once I actually started playing guitar, I realized that it was the most open instrument and you could do, play any kind of music with it. So that's, and also it just felt right. And I played nylon string guitar up until my early 20s, and uh, you know I was obsessive about it for many years. Self-taught, so I've, I still have all kinds of bad habits that I taught myself back then. Um, for a very small bit in uh, the 70s, I played steel string guitar, and even an electric guitar, I had a Stratocaster when I was thinking I wanted to be some kind of rock and roll or whatever. And also we, we would go out and do open mics in, um, you know, um, around Berkeley and San Francisco. There used to be a lot of places where you could do open mics. They were a lot of fun. They were, they were good places. And, um, so, and then it just kind of petered out. Um, I got to that place where, you know, my thought was if you're partying like David Bowie, then you're just 
than you are David Bowie. And so, you know, I've got a bottle of brandy or rum or Jack Daniels and a, you know, gram of Coke and a, and a cute girl with you. <laughs> Why go through all the heartache of and work of playing, you know, clubs and, you know, playing the game, the music game and the rejection and the writing songs and all that stuff. And there's so much chance of failure. It's easy to easier to just you know, party. And I did that for 20 years. I mean, after I got married and had kids, it, it slowed way down, but it was, it was, uh, it was still there. So. And then when I got sober in the early 90s, I, I'd always loved electronic music. And um, I, I was making pretty good money back then. I was a few years sober and I remembered I used to play music, you know. So I started buying synthesizers and um, I had a room full of synthesizers and I um, ran it all off a Mac and I had to learn everything. I had to learn all the technology. I had to learn how to write a bass line, how to write a drum part, how to write a string section, how to create sounds, how to, you know, how to build sounds with a synthesizer and stuff like that. It was, it was an incredible, amazing time. It was, I mean, and I was obsessed for years, most of the 90s. And um, I could work 18 hours a day. And I did. More. I mean, maybe, maybe. But then I would just, I'd get up and that's what I would do. And it was so exciting. I loved electronic sound. And I still do. Um, back then, it was a lot more open and new. Now it's, I mean, it's just it's everywhere. It's in advances in technology. Anyway, uh, at a certain point, I decided I wanted to sing. And, uh, and then I knew that I, that was early 2000s. I knew I had to... Um, play guitar again because people don't want to just watch somebody standing up there with a backing track, you know, electronic backing track. So I finally tracked, I had a steel string uh, guitar thing that guitar synthesizer, electric guitar that, that tracked a guitar synthesizer similar to the one I still have today. And uh, it was okay. It was fine. You know, it made the sounds. And then one day I discovered a Godin um, this guy, Pete, uh, he had a nylon string guitar. He was playing it. I said, what's that? And he, he showed me, he said, he said, look at this. This goes straight into a Roland GR33 guitar synthesizer. And I said, will you sell it to me? And he said, no. Well, I tracked one down and I still have it today. It's a beautiful guitar, but playing the, it's a nylon string playing it. I fell in love with playing guitar again, the nylon string guitar. So, um, and I, so I really got back into that and, uh, um, I, I remember recording, uh, just like a woman just for a friend and, and, uh, I mean, she, she, well, anyway, she loved it. And she said, this, this is what you have to do. Forget all the electronics. Just do that. Just do the guitar. 
And one day I was back, uh, this guy Pete, who repaired guitars, and he was working on one of my guitars, and I, you know, he'd heard my first album with all the electronic stuff and all that, and I was just playing and singing, and he goes, that's your sound. That's what you should be doing. And um, I said, thank you. And then I, he was working on my guitar. I left. I came back a couple hours later. There was this jazz music, musician standing there. I walked in, and Pete, who's a funny little guy, great, brilliant music, musician and, and guitar repair guy, fun, crazy little shop on Telegraph Avenue. And he looked at me, pointed at me, he said, that's the guy I was telling you about, the guy who, who discovered his sound. And so I just had gone full circle. But I know what my sound is now. That's what my next album is going to be. And uh, I see that I'm out of time. So thanks for listening. More next time.